If you don't call this support, I don't know what to call it, D. ATC, we support radio. What it do, world? Hey, yo, man, it's your boy Peter Larry Loud, man, and I'm back with another episode of the We Support Wednesdays. And look, today we got Miss Narwene that we go be interviewing. Also have a special guest that's coming to help me interview her, Miss <laughs> Bria Collins. You know what I'm saying? So y'all go ahead and say something yeah. to the people. They gonna get tired of seeing us on stuff together, but y'all get to see the professional side of me, hopefully, during this interview. So I'm excited. I don't ever get to get interviewed. It was, it, but it was only right, you know what I'm saying? Since we started the morning show, it was only right mm-hmm. that we said we was interviewing you that me and him kind of like tag team you on this interview real quick. It was only right. Yeah, call only me right. out the blue, but it's cool. Cause y'all don't ever get interviewed. I'm usually interviewing everybody else. So hit me with all the questions. Hit me with the questions. Oh. I wish people would let me ask them. So to start off, so to start off, just for the people that's not, you know what I'm saying, too familiar with you and everything, just go ahead and let the people know, you know what I'm saying, where you from and a little bit about what it is that you do. So I am Naira Wene. Yes, I go by Nara Wene on everything. And I am the CEO of Simply Complete Enterprises, LLC. Basically, I take the hard work out your passion. So from public relations, business services, heavy on making sure your, like your businesses are all ready and good to go for you in compliance. I do some notary. And then just typical like content creating and stuff to help your brand stay afloat. So that's pretty much Simply Complete. Whatever you don't want to do for your business, I can get it done for you. Um, I'm from Flint, Michigan. I like to say in parentheses, Beecher, if you're from Flint, then you understand why I say that. And I've been in central Illinois, actually Peoria, Illinois, where Richard Pryor is actually from and got his break from for the last five years. I got a chit chat. I'm on a morning show with you two crazy ass folks. See, I don't even know how to be professional. See, that's the problem. That's why people don't interview me. (laughs) And I also... Do a little work in the community here as far as Peoria Life, where I serve as the director to make sure that we get all the positive and amazing things about Peoria out there to the people that love it so much. And some other stuff, but I'm sure y'all gonna ask some questions where I could talk about some of the other things I dibble and dabble in throughout this interview. Yeah, I was just about to say, you gonna give us your bio? Like, is we finna interview you or you finna just <laughs> give us the bio? Right, right, yeah. You done, you done, you done threw it. You done threw it all Throw it all out there. So let, let's he let, gave us let's the autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the autobiography of being that bitch. No, I'm just playing. You know what? I'm just that playing. out. I'm just that lame shit we be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely yeah, so, lame. So let me ask you this. So what made you uh so what made you really, you know, want to start simply complete and you know, want to start doing like the public relations and everything? So Simply Complete was supposed to be a jury line. I wanted to sell jury. And then I realized that I didn't have enough knowledge as a like baby entrepreneur, because I like to say that because I wasn't really knowing I wanted to do. And I knew that I didn't have enough knowledge or skills to actually be like, okay, I want to go ahead and worry about inventory, doing this and doing that. So I'm like, dang, I really like helping people. Like I really, I enjoy helping folks. Sometimes it could be, not the best trait because then you kind of get walked over sometimes because you always want to save every little person you meet. But I knew I wanted to help people. I had started off in college wanting to be a social worker. Too sensitive for that shit. So I knew I couldn't be no social worker. So I just started looking into like different services and things people do behind the scenes and like entertainment and business. Like I didn't want to be in the forefront, which now it's like, dang, you more in the forefront now. But I wanted to be behind the scenes. I wanted to be like that backbone for people. So I looked up what public relations was and I realized you did not truly need a degree to do it. So I didn't have to switch like what I was already going to school for. And yeah, I just learned and learned and learned. Went, got a couple of people around me that was kind of using me to get to other people. Hence how I got cool with Bria because it truly was like a, somebody I was helping like inbox them and ask them this. And then that like, flipped the script to where we got cool and she became my mentor and I just been learning since then took a break when I got pregnant and 
got back to it and ain't stopped since then. Like, I'm like, this is my time and I'm stepping on next and I'm not going to stop. So yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> okay. I heard you uh, mentioned school. What, uh, whatever happened with you going to school for cosmetology, was that something that you, that you gave up on or, or, or what was up with that? So unfortunately I ended up getting one of those experiences where I realized it was too much drama depending on the way you want to go about it. So I finished cosmetology, got the licensing for it. And then I ended up with shoot. I said, I'm gonna be unfiltered. I don't care if people get mad or not. So I decided that I wanted to work at this salon off of Ballinger Road. They're not there no more. The owner ended up moving like to Texas or something. And it was so much drama in there with this person sleeping with that person. Then this chick coming up there checking another chick about messing with her husband. And it was just too much drama and not enough money because everybody was doing hair. So I'm like, was if everybody I'm with- doing hair or was everybody doing each other? I think everybody was doing each other and then going to get the hair did by the people who man they was doing. I don't know. All I know is so it was a bunch was of freaky like, shit going on. So you, <laughs> so you was basically like on like a VH1 reality show. You was yeah. on like the hair virgin, the black ink group. <laughs> yeah. And like what happened was, honestly, I was like, I'm going to pick up a side job. I did what every young person do. I got in that factory and that money got to looking good. And I was like, fuck doing hair. Cause I got so, so me, used to being in the factory. So, so let me ask a question. So like doing hair, like did that experience in that shop, like did it like discourage you from like the hair industry or is like, or you just in a shop, you had like a change of heart on your own. I had a change of heart and I always told myself, this is still a dream I want to do where I want to open up beauty bars and have people in it. But it's the work of sitting there and doing somebody hair and then they hear about this big but they want something that you need like some long hair to do. It was, it was just too much. And it's too much drama that come along with it. I feel like a lot of barbers and beauticians and anybody that do anything in like cosmetology field, they don't get enough credit. Like even now when I go to my barber, people think it's crazy because I tip my barber, but I'm like, they have to move their schedules around. So, so I heard you say, you know, say it's too much drama to come, come along with it. I mean, you said it like three times already. Like, do you think it's the actual industry or is it the people in the industry? It's the people in the industry. Okay. Like, I believe if I would have went a different route and was like, you know, I'm not going to jump on the first person that gave me the opportunity to rent a booth, I would have enjoyed it more. But I was eager. I didn't want to wait. I didn't really do my research. And I just jumped on the first opportunity. And so pretty I much. <laughs> so pretty much that's kind of what it was. You got dis- you got discouraged. Mm-hmm. But. But do you feel like so do you feel like if you would have did a little bit more research and not jumped on that first opportunity, maybe your perspective and how you feel about everything may have changed? Yep, I definitely think it would have changed. And I think I would. Well, I know for a fact I waited too long to get back into it. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't really want to do it. Then I tried the wholesaling hair. Y'all remember when I had weed for divas or whatever I called it? Because I know I swear I was a diva. But, um... I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, no, that, was, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember that one. It was something weave? like that. Did yeah, you say like weed or weave? weave, weave, like inches. Oh, so I, I just, thought she said weed for divas. I'm like, whoa, what's the difference? <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I tried to keep it going. I'm like, but... wait, she was a, what, you so weed for a minute. Whoa. No, no, I she's an entrepreneurpreneur, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, a streetpreneur, but um, no, for real though. It was just one of those things where, like I said, I started working in a factory. Then I wanted to start like my own business. And then I realized like, yeah, I still love doing hair. I like doing my daughter hair. I like hearing about different stuff, but it wasn't, it wasn't a love for me no more. Like I wanted to get more into that entertainment and I like all entertainment. Like, okay, not all entertainment, but I do want to try X throwing because I heard that's fun. So yeah, but I wanted to do, I want to be more in the entertainment thing. I went once. It was fun. And everybody be asking, the axes is not even like, you know, like it's heavy as people think though, but it's real fun. Yeah. So I want to try that. That's what I heard. Like they said, that's something that you wouldn't expect for it to be therapeutic, but it is. Yeah, I might have to check that out. I'm going to have to check that out. What's them little, uh, the little destroy rooms? Like when you go in and just press glass and all that stuff. Yeah. They call them stress rooms or something like that. I can okay. see it because think about it. I know everybody then. Well, I know I have. I'm going to throw in a couple of devices when I get just really, really mad. No, I don't so throw I my to, devices. I'm man, sorry. I don't get that. I throw your devices. I don't I mean, throw I'm going to throw mine, others. But maybe. Okay, I might say because you ain't supposed to throw your own stuff. Y'all, I was like, so you know mad. what I'm saying? Because you got to replace it. Now you can, no, somebody else stuff, maybe because it ain't true. Man. You know, 
Yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought you had the game messed up for a minute. Like, no, 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 you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Sometimes, so like, since you, uh, <laughs> so since you started, uh, so since you started simply complete, um, what are what are some of the things, or not some of the things, or what are some of the people, or you know, businesses and everything that you that you've worked with so far? So of course, I've worked with Icon Entertainment Empire. I've worked with Truly Grand Sports. With Truly Grand Sports, they opened me up to professional MMA and boxing. So I had an opportunity to go get into that field and realize I really enjoyed it. I didn't think that I would like it because I was like, oh, I'm extra girly. I don't want to see nobody get like beat up and stuff. But that shit is interesting. <laughs> like, it's really interesting. Um, I've had a chance to work with a couple of semi-professional basketball teams. My most enjoyable one was the Grand Rapid Dangers. I did that down in Grand Rapid, and that was really cool. Um, that experience happened just off of Facebook. And then he was like, well, can you ever come to Grand Rapids? And I was like, well, forget it. Let me just move down there and see if I like it. I ended up going back to Flint. I wish I wouldn't have, though, because that would have been, like, way more opportunities. Grand Rapids is a really good place. Like, if a person just want to, like, network and meet people and just see different things and don't want to go to a super, super big city yet, I definitely recommend Grand Rapids. Because it's, so it's, it's a Grand Rapids. Yep, I lived in Grand Rapids for, like, about four months. Oh, and then... Came home to visit, found that I was pregnant, was like, I'm not going back. Because I'm like, so you got oh, trapped. Got... Yeah, basically. Well, I was pregnant in Grand Rapids, but I didn't know I was until I came home. But you got trapped. Flint. Yeah, like I did the typical, oh, it's my first time being pregnant. I want to be by my mama kind of thing. And Grand Rapids really wasn't Grand Rapids. That really wasn't that hard. That I was just like, what, what, like, what, that's three hours? Yeah, but y'all still, I'm like, oh, I just want to be by my mama. Now, if I was the Fast forward. Now, if I was to ever have another kid, hell no, I'm not about to uproot my life and move back to Flint because I'm pregnant. I'm a, Why like, not? I, I mean, you did it the first time. That's like yeah. unfair to the second child. No? Yeah. Well, this could be unfair because y'all got to <laughs> think about it. I've been gone for five years and never moved back. That's half of a decade to me now. I'm like, if I'd have made it this far, I don't want to go backwards. Not to say, oh, you got to move out of Flint to do something, but honestly, I'm depressed when I go there. Like, you drive oh. through the cities and it's depressing now going on them streets. Let me ask you a question because I'm actually the same question that Pete asked me. Mm-hmm. Do you think that um, to be successful, you have to move outside of your city? Yes. And the reason I say that is because we get comfortable where we're from. When you uncomfortable and you don't know nobody, you have to really test your people skills. You have to figure out if you know how to network. You can't say, oh, I know I'm cool with everybody here because we all went to school together. So they about to share the hell out of my stuff. You have to really do that network. And then I didn't know nobody here. So I had to really like let them meet me without having to say, oh, well, she used to talk to such and such or, you know, her and these people friends. So don't deal with them because I'm not in nobody click here. It's just like, me running my business. So you think if you go back home, your business don't succeed? I don't think they will take it as serious there. Why? Why though? I would say, I say that because, yeah, so I would say they wouldn't take it that serious because they will never be able, when people know you, they'll know you good at something and then they want to be cheap because they feel like you owe them something. And I'd be the one to say it just because you from a place, you don't owe nobody shit. Like you don't have to cut discounts. You don't have to cut corners. You took the time to learn all of that stuff. And if they reached out to you, they know that you know how to do your damn job. So that's the biggest thing I feel like anywhere from you from when people know you know how to do something, they want to water it down like you don't know what you're doing because they're trying to get in your head and they just don't take it serious because they look at it like, oh, well, we went to school together or, oh, they grew up around the corner from me. But then they'll drive 45 minutes away to Detroit to somebody else that went to school with somebody and say, oh, they could get the job done because, quote unquote, they're not from Flint. And I think that's what they do. Like, I think they feel like you owe them something and you don't like. No, I I agree, and I kind of disagree with you because it's like you say, you say you've like been your gone. Points that you made were solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I don't but mean it's like with, I don't but agree like with me, take. me personally, you know, I I've been gone from Flint for like ten years. That's before true. Before I before I finally came, you know what I'm saying? Before I finally came back, but mm-hmm. it's like even when I was gone. It went, even when I was gone, like you say, yeah, the people in other states, they supported, you know what I'm saying? You had to put in most of that footwork and everything. But it was like the people from here, 
they like like you say they know what you're doing they they go they at the end of the day, I feel like they not go have no choice but to respect what you're doing. It's up to you if you mm-hmm. go dumb down, if you go dumb down and try to change the perspective. And like me and Bria was talking about, uh, talking about earlier, you know, like if you're not staying true to your vision, then yeah, they go, they go try to chop you down. Mm-hmm. But when they see that you stand true to your vision and it ain't no knocking you off your square, eventually they go know, like, all right, you know what? Either I'm gonna hit them up and be about my shit, or I'm gonna just go going on about my business. Mm-hmm. Now it's the funny thing you said that because like people still reach out for me from back home and stuff, but it's nobody that I know personally. It's always people that's been referred by so by somebody. But anybody personally, but that's mm-mm. but you know, so that's still that's still from home. Yeah, so you know, I can't really say that though. Is you know, what I'm saying it's been a conversation. You know, what I'm saying it's been a conversation piece for a little second. Mm-hmm. Like, can you you know, do, do you feel like you could be successful? You know, in your hometown and. I, the reason why I say disagree, I know a lot of people that has became successful from their hometown. Yeah, that's true. I could think of people back home and here that was able to do it. So I think it's, yeah, just, it's a, just a preference. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, you it's as actually, a person. I was just wanted to see your preference on Israel. It's actually a subjective question, though. Like you know, it's it's how you it's how you balance it, how you think about it. Actually, yeah. But if somebody was to reach out to me and say, "Hey, can you do this, 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 and this for me?" Absolutely, I could do it. I'm just respect respect me the way I respect you kind of thing, and I've noticed that so, lately a lot. So it's about setting. So so basically, it's just about setting your boundaries. Yes, you gotta set them boundaries. Like, and I had it took me years to learn that. Like, it took a long time when I got pregnant. I didn't really do nothing. I did a little bit here and there, but I didn't really start back running my business for real, for real until last year. Well, no, almost two years ago when COVID really hit and we had to do that shutdown. It that fear of not knowing, like, dang, what if we don't have jobs and stuff? Now, luckily, I was in a position where I was able to work from home, but a lot of people wasn't. So it put some fire up under me, and I had to be uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable these last few years. When I first got to Peoria, I was making ten dollars an hour. I was living with my daddy. When I moved out of my daddy's house, he still was paying majority of my bills. I didn't know if I was gonna come home to an eviction notice, if I was gonna leave out of work, and my car was gonna be repossessed, like. That feeling of not knowing how you go feed your kid, it'll put some fire up under your ass and be like, okay, no, I don't want to feel that again. So that's why I have to yeah. set those boundaries. And yeah, that, I wake up every yeah, day that, doing uh, something. Pandemic, uh, we seen the pandemic bring the beast up to some people. Yeah, like, and it did. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it definitely did. Man, it it definitely, did. It, like, it definitely did. Like built my credit up and. Like, I know y'all get tired of me or whatever, but I really have to really give shout outs to Bria. And I'm not just saying that because she helping you interview, but she told me something and she was like, you have to wake up every day. Like, how am I going to feed my child? So now I wake up every day, how I'm going to feed my child, no matter if I make money that day or do a consultation. I know I'm doing something that's going in the direction of always being able to feed my baby. So, yeah, it was right. Okay. And speaking and speaking, um, speaking of your, uh, speaking of your daughter, um, I know, I know that you kind of have like a business that's uh that's catered towards her and also you know catered towards yourself and adults. Uh, what is it? Uh, owner, you're the owner of Taste Fire and Ice Roy- and Royalty Fun Ice, correct? Yeah. So Taste is actually separate. Taste is an all-purpose seasoning, and I always okay. tell people it is a seasoning that has a Midwest feel to it with Southern herbs and spices. So, like, if you know anybody from the South, they always talking about something going to set something off or it's going to hit the spot. You can either cook with it or you could add it in later and they're going to say that set that off. And that's what this seasoning does. You could put it on anything and it's going to definitely set it off. So, so do you make the seasoning yourself or? Yep, it's all made from scratch. It ain't no me ordering something off of a private label site and having them stick the logo on there. Like, it's really made. Had to figure out how much sodium was in it and everything. So, so do you actually case. know, do you actually know how to cook or is this just, you know what I'm saying? Are you just, are you just, whip, you, you know how, <laughs> you know how like, you know how like the man that, that be having a little jug with the barbecue, with, with, when he barbecue <laughs> with the water, is it, is it one of them little mixtures or, or is this something that you, that you, you know, from you cooking, is that how you came about this? So I'm going to tell do you, you know exactly how, how I really came about it. So or you just know how to season some noodles. How unfiltered can I be on? I'm here? talking. I'm talking about grandma cook. <laughs> I ain't talking about like ain't like, right. That's why I said like, do you know how to? So, cook? That's why I say you know how to cook, cook, or you just not a season noodles. 
I know how to cook, cook to a certain extent, but I can't fry chicken. But that's another story. Yo, I'm not cook. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yo, whoa, not whoa. cook. Yo, I can't fry chicken because <laughs> I'm, I'm scared sorry. of not cook. Like, I'm sorry. If you can't make chicken, you don't know how to cook in my book. But you don't know how to fry chicken. So y'all stereotyping me? Why, as a black woman, I have to know how to fry chicken to cook? Yeah, because you, you can't, can't say it. you know how to cook and then say, I don't know how to fry chicken. Like, you, you can't, can't say all that in one sentence. Well, um, I know how to cook in a half because I ain't frying nothing. Like, y'all, meat and frying food don't work. Like, I got an air fryer and I love it. Because so I, how are you a cook? I'm a, I know I can feed you. Let's say that. I ain't no cook, but I can feed you. Like, y'all, I'm that person okay. that I cook all my sides and then I order the chicken from somewhere and be like, if y'all want chicken, I'm about to order it. Like, I ain't even about to play oh, with y'all. Oh, you that emotions. person, they say, bring, bring a dish, and you go to the store and get the macaroni and cheese, and you just put nah, it in the pan it. and put the foil on it. No, I, make, I do that from scratch. I could, I could, I'm, I ain't but no But you know how some people, person. they be like, bring a dish, you know what I'm saying? And then they, like, bring their dish. They buy it from the store, though, and then they try to transfer it into, like, a home mm-hmm. pan to make, like, they cooked it. <laughs> Yo, my mama used to do that. I'll never forget when I was in preschool. Like, this is how I know that this is something that's going to stick out for the rest of my life. She used to go get the cookies from Great Giants. You know, the little gourmet-like cookies that come in a pack. And she would put them in a pan like she had baked cookies. She used to put the little paper towel in the bottom of the pan and everything. Like, she didn't really take her time baking these cookies. Oh, that was too much work right there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have did that. I you didn't waste the paper, paper towel cookies. for some cookies you ain't cooked. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. So that's the case. Um, the season, well, I like about... okay. so it. Tell us about fun, uh, uh, fun Ice and Royalties Fun Ice. So, um, Fire and Ice, Royalties, Fun Ice, that came because my baby was like, every time we come to Flint, I was supporting somebody else's kids. Something they had going on, my godson, um, my, one of my best friend's nieces, all of these people had different businesses. And I always would support these kids. And my baby like, well, mama, I want a business. Like, I want me a business too. So I just asked her, like, well, what you want to do? And she told me she wants to sell snow cones. So I think, yeah, I think I was actually on the phone with Bria when I was like, she wanted to sell snow cones. I'm about to look this stuff up. I ordered a smaller snow cone machine first to kind of see like how we were doing and stuff. And shoot, she was serious about it. So I got her the machine. We did our first event was Taste of the Hood. Shout out to Tony Stucky. Like if it wasn't for that, people wouldn't even knew about her fun ice. We did that Taste of the Hood. Yes, y'all. If y'all What's ever in Peoria, y'all got to come. or Peoria? It was in Peoria. Okay. Um, so I did it's Taste of the Hood. It's not very flint for a second. <laughs> That's yeah. What <laughs> but yeah, we did that and she did good. Her first event, she made a little bit over 700 that first event. So I'm like, okay, this ain't bad. It was fun. Then we did the second event. So the second event, we had the seasoning out there. We had the fun ice out there. And then we also had conies out there. They don't know nothing about Michigan style conies here, like nothing about it. So then we did that. So you were yeah. selling like seasoning samples, like just the bottle, or like was they selling this stuff like the season, like um, dipping their finger and eating like <laughs> right? Yeah. So like, how did yeah? So how did they know like exactly what the season <laughs> tastes like before they so, bought it? So this is the I did chicken bite cups where I just had the grilled chicken in the cups, but oh. also the cool thing now nothing but the dogs. That's a business I have with my family where it is the Michigan style Coney dogs. Well, the dope thing about the hot dogs is not only are they Kogo hot dogs, but the hot dogs are seasoned with the taste seasoning before the meat and stuff is put on. So okay. they tried it and it was like, oh, this good. And I'm like, well, you know, you could buy some seasoning too to kind of have at home later. But even just back over to like the, the Royalty's Fun Ice, of course, her name is Royalty. She wanted to do it. And yeah, we add candy to them, any flavors. She always had different flavors going on. And parents was asking me like, you got anything for the adults? Like, can you make this or make that? But at the time I hadn't went through the process of being able to make adult drinks. So I'd be like, well, I can mix this up. But if you want to add something to it, when you're away from me, that's up to you. And from there started getting asked to bartend different little events and got invited to events where I was able to do the bartending. So I worked on getting all of the certifications I needed. And yeah, now you can get either kid-friendly fun ice or you can get adult ice and adult chillers and yeah just all kind of flavors so that's the cool thing about it when i come home oh, you're uh so you so you're so you're like a certified bartender yeah i'm certified to where i can sell on-premises and off-premises drinks so i could sell them to people at events bottled or just 
open containers. So I went through the process and yeah, now people reach out to me here and there and they have events. The most, the funnest one I did, I did a girl's, a girl's night. And that one was really fun because I got to add all of the kinky like ice and stuff like that to it. That was probably the funnest one I did. I'm supposed to do one coming up that I can't talk too much about, but they allowing me to get footage here. So I think that um, one's gonna be really fun. <laughs> or I have a question. Mm-hmm. What's kinky ice? You're right. Yeah. What is kinky? Yeah, what is kinky? <laughs> I, all I know. All I know. I never heard of this. I know what's, regular what's, what's ice, ice, or you know, okay. regular, like crushed ice, or or you know, if we want to be specific, like sonic ice. You know, I sonic know. I, you know, so, what's, what's kinky so, ice? So let's break down the ice. So of course, the one thing about all of the drinks I make and all of the fun ice and stuff is. People always say, oh, it's just a slushy. I'm like, no, the ice is always crushed, never blended. So I always use snow cone ice. So that nice shave, crushed ice is what you're going to get. But kinky ice is when it's shaped like adult parts. But I put fruit in it. So like for the men, I use the blueberry. So you out here, you know, (laughs) you are her guy. Let me just ask a question. I'm just kidding. Was me and buying these drinks... (laughs) <laughs> no, it was a girl's night. <laughs> look how, okay, look yeah, how, I say, look, look how Pete looking like Pete like. No, nah, it was a, cup, it's a whole big right, 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 right. It was right, it was damn. a girl's night, and you know it was some some fluid individuals there. So I did have men and women kinky ice to put down to some of the drinks. She said fluid, you know. Okay. Yeah, you know. So you got some sassies in the building. That's cool. You know, <laughs> yeah, a couple of sass ass. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that was that was new to me. Like I've never heard of kinky ice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, the, yeah. That was that one. We learned something today. That was new. I've never heard yeah. of that. Like, and it's like, and literally, what you're doing is you taking your fruit and you lining it up in your ice trays with the water to make it stand out so like for okay. the men that's how I said I did the blueberries and then I just cut like the strawberry in the in the strip to you know make it look like you know, that. Shit Amazon sale. Oh wait I, I, oh, Amazon wait. got ice trays that shaped like adult parts. I got oh, men. So wait you were selling them ice with blue ball. Pretty much yeah <laughs> blue balls <laughs> and a lot of red flow to the shaft and so many okay, that's some shit. So <laughs> I got a question. Oh, <laughs> Outside of that, anyways, I got a question. Because you say your drinks, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You, uh, they, they're like, you know, it was, it was like a bottled up form of it. Mm-hmm. You uh, you, you, you came to this interview with us and you ain't send us no, no, no drink. I got y'all. I'm going to send y'all some off for real <laughs> this week. No, 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 you ain't sending us no drink. Because like, <laughs> she said they bottled up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, you did. Bottle them up. How we yeah, supposed to bottle? I got you. Now, the cool thing about the bottle drinks is it's not like I'm just out here with a bottle drink line. It's for those type of events where you like, I do want people to have their own bottle or something. So when people come to me about them, I'll be like, okay, what you want to call your drinks? What you want them to be, the taste like? I do like drink tasting so they can figure out like the flavors they want. And then I help them come up with what they want to name that drink with the in, like the oh, ingredients. Oh, so you don't have the flavors or anything? No, these are like special occasion okay. bottle drinks. So like I did a oh, boss God. brunch and they was called like vacation vibes. And then one of them was called C- CEO shit. Because I'm like, people always think because you're an entrepreneur that you can't have a good time. You can't wind back. And I'm like, okay, with the, C- the CEO shit one, it's like, okay, I'm celebrating. I'd have had a good, I'd have had a win for the day. And then for the reason I named the other one vacation vibes is sometimes you'd be like, damn, I got so much to do and I can't make it for a vacation. So you could drink this drink and be like, damn, this is like a tropical drink. It ain't the vacation I want, but shit, it's going to make me feel good while I'm working on stuff. So no. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to get y'all some sent out. I promise. I'm going to send hey, y'all. No, I, make sure you don't put no kinky ice in mine. Just make mine. <laughs> No, no kinky ice. <laughs> Say no kinky ice. You no, want the kinky no. ice? <laughs> just make my, just you don't make want the blue balls? Can I, can, I like, can I get a regular? I just need, I just need right. one regular. Hold the kinky. <laughs> just, just regular. I don't need no ice. <laughs> That's what he said. I don't need no ice. Yeah, no, then, no ice. 
and it's fun. Like I like curating the drinks. Like I think, yeah, I got a drink called No Games, and it's really from everything Drew song No Games. I was listening to the song, and I'm like, you know what? What would be something that if I drink it, somebody be like, oh, she didn't play with this drink. Like this drink ain't no joke or something. So that one is like apple crown, watermelon, and cherry. Y'all, y'all, just the name sound like it put you on your ass man yeah, y'all, and yeah, you can't no. taste the liquor in it so oh so you make those drinks that sneak up on you most of them like sneak up on you some people like the strong ones some people like that they sneak up on you and yeah if i so i might it might it could be something on tv that i'm laughing about i'm like damn i'm about to make that into a drink or just anything sometimes i'll be on the phone with folks and they tell me something I'm like oh that might taste good so it's fun. So, I, I so, like it. So, so you spoke on the drinks. You spoke on like you know some royalty fine ice and how you transferred over into you know fire and ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does the fire and ice that brand does that affect like your uh simply complete brand? Since simply complete is like more of like a professional. Type you know of what? Brand. I thought it was it at first. It? At first, I thought it was. So I didn't used to really talk. Well, I used to talk about the drinks, but I'm like, uh, I'm supposed to be professional, helping people with their businesses. And then actually shout out to Keisha Woods. She's a motivation coach here. And she was like, no, nah. like she was like, you help everybody with all their crazy business ideas and stuff. She was like, it doesn't make you unprofessional to bartend and sell drinks. So I say I'm an isologist. I don't say I'm a mixologist because everything got ice in it. But she was like, it actually made people more interested in what I do because I'm not so uptight. Like they said, I remember a guy told me too. He was like, I'm not uptight. I'm easygoing. I laugh. I joke. And it make them want to work with me. Funny thing is I became the director of Peoria Life off of a TikTok I posted about doing people LLCs, the EIN and done. And I did it to the I understood the assignment thing. That's what actually got me can positioned you, um, down there. Can you tell us what uh, Peoria Life is? So Peoria Life is an online media platform. Well, of course, it's online because it's a media platform. But it is an online magazine here in Peoria, Illinois. And it showcases individuals that are here and from here that have things, businesses going on. It's different shows on there. Um, they go out to different events and are able to do like the press passes and things like that. So it's like, if I had to, I'm trying to think of, it's kind of like the Flint beat. If we had to like associate it to something back home, it's kind of like the Flint beat and it's based around everything Peoria. So like the individuals that own the platform and the company that it's umbrellaed under, they honestly, let's be real. If you wasn't white, you wasn't getting a show on there and you wasn't getting interviewed on there. You have to be like pretty much like high yellow to get a spot on there. So then when the new owner and his wife purchased the platform, they was like, they want to make it be more diverse. They want to reach out to everything about Peoria, not just the downtown area where the studio sits at. So it just so the kept on. was racist, basically. Pretty much, without saying they were racist. Yeah, they was racist as fuck. So because, okay. because of that, <laughs> like, because of it, the whole goal behind it is to add some, some spice to it, a little jazz, and make it a lot better. I can say just over the last few months, because I just started with the platform back in November. Yeah, the beginning of November. And you could just see a totally different change in it. The biggest thing they did lately that the company had never did before, and it's been around for years, is they started giving back to the middle schools. So kids, like different companies, sponsored tickets for these kids to go into a raffle to win a 50-inch smart TV. And at first, people thought it was a scam because they had never saw that platform do anything to truly give back. But it's supposed to be for the city of Peoria. So that's that. Um, It is volunteer. I always like to make sure I let people know that it is um, a volunteer position, but it does open up other doors, too. If I was to have to tell anybody about volunteering, I would say not. You don't got to just go volunteer every day. But as an entrepreneur, it's a good idea to do some volunteering, especially with networking. Like I go to a lot of different networking events and most of them ended up because I went to volunteer somewhere. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, so what is it, so what is it like, uh, you know, being a host of, uh, other directors desk? What, 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 what's that there? 
it's different. And the reason it's, it's different to me, it's only because it's like, okay, here I am having to worry about like being unfiltered and everybody know me. If you didn't ever did any type of interview or anything with me, something about me going to be unfiltered. Like I'm going, cause I'm going to say some crazy shit because it's me. Like, I don't know how to not be me. So now having to be on something where it's really censored, like it's like, you can't make a TikTok that even got the word damn in it because kids do this platform. And I'm like, these kids do more cussing than us. So it, I have to be more reserved on it. It's fun because I get to interview different people and they get to sit down with, of course, the director of the platform. But sometimes I wish I could be a little bit more me on there and not so much of the cookie cutter bubbly me. Like, I don't really like the bubbly me that much <laughs> on there. All right, uh... Why 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 y'all really why y'all really care for the bubbly you? Because it's too I have to be too scripty. Like I get to pick the my questions, the conversation flowing off, but it's too too scripted because it's like I have to worry about oh well if I say this then this person may have a problem with it. If I say that this may cause a big controversy around here. Is it's cool. I like it. I ain't saying I don't like it. I just wish that they realize these kids hear them. They hear hell. Some of these kids be at school knowing all the words to songs before we even know them. So to say that we have to be careful about saying certain things to me is kind of like pointless because then we're not doing nothing but being this platform that we're trying to get away from, making people be somebody they not. I, I add a little bit of flavor in there. Don't get me wrong, but I do have to so still have be mindful. I have a question about that. So you um said, um, like, you know, kind of watching what you're saying about other people's kids. Like, do you feel like today people are trying to, uh, let me see, make media or influencers responsible for raising their kids or, or like yes. things that they should know and not know? Yep, I totally do. Um, Because back to the Peoria life, I do TikTok sometimes for them to post on their page, they account. So I did the one where I'm outside of your town lit and the person said, God damn, at the end. Well, people in the community made a big deal about it to where the owner was like, I'm going to have to remove it because it said damn in the, um, in the song. And I'm like, it's just damn. Like, if my, I look at it like this, I, I'll be the first one to say it. I, I cuss around my child, but my child also know not to go to school doing a bunch of cussing either. So I'm not about to have A for Adelie and all the people on YouTube she watch making my kid feel like that's who raising her. Like, that's not their job. They're here to entertain. Influencers are here to entertain and give you something that you want to watch. It's not their job to be role models to your kids. It's your job mm-hmm. to teach your kids right from wrong. My thing, my thing on that too, though, is like, why you let your kid, if you that concerned, why you even let your kid get on TikTok or, you know, on these, exactly. on these, pla- on these platforms, exactly. you know, just because it's coming, mm-hmm. just because it's coming from this specific platform, what makes it any different, you know what I'm saying, from them watching it on anybody else page that that same song was being posted on. Absolutely. Like, that's how they are. But overall, I like the position. I like the networking that I've deal with it. I like most of the folks. But when I first got the position, there was a lot of older men <laughs> here in Peoria that really thought that I wasn't going to be able to, like, handle the position, which is typical. Like, you know, we as a woman, we get that a lot, you know, but all it took was, you know, one conversation. It, was it ain't right. even just like as a woman, like a lot of older men really just mm-hmm. think the younger generation can't do that. They don't even think the younger mm-hmm. guys, the younger men. That is true. Certain positions or whatever. Younger, older, just it's just like older men don't feel like nobody is qualified but them. So yeah, Mm -hmm. or been through, or been through as much as they done been through, or or (laughs) what I've been through, and all they went through was a divorce. You know, (laughs) you like right? Some of these these old men have been through about five, six. So you'd be like, you know what I'm saying? But like that shit, that that was the biggest obstacle that he went through was a a divorce or something (laughs) like that. You'd be like, sir. These people are here suffering parental deaths and things like that. And you talking about right? You been through something because you got divorced, bro. <laughs> and you was the problem. <laughs> and, oh yeah, goodness. right. So, 
So okay, so we touched, so we touched on you, you know what I'm saying, on on the Peoria life and you know, you being a director and um being a host of the director's chair. Now tell us about um your own your own platform that you got as far as uh with your chit chats that you do, uh the chit chats with NAR. Like um that there is a podcast series, right? Yes, so that is a podcast series, Chit Chat with Naira, and it's actually up under Icon is what I'm doing the podcast through. So it was so funny because the more I do the chit chats, people reach out and say, oh, can we put you on our platform? And I'm like, nope, I'm already on the platform. And people are like, how does that work? You the director on one platform, but you refuse to put your chit chat on there. I like because the chit chat came way before the position. And I'm one of those folks where I'm private and I'm very loyal to the people I work with. So I'm not about to say, oh, yes, it's this platform over here that I do this directing for. Let me move my stuff over there. No, the Chit Chat ain't got nothing to do with that. The Chit Chat is my own brand that's powered by Icon. So it is a podcast for business owners. And, you know, people hear, oh, podcasts for business owners. And the first thing they think is, oh, it's going to be talking about finances, this and that. Now, that's not to say we don't talk about that kind of stuff, but it's the more laid back one. Like, for example, Hmm. I remember what it was like trying to get back into business, trying to record a radio show and got my kid in my arm rocking her. And I'll never forget y'all. She farted so loud that this baby <laughs> shitted everywhere. Okay. So what? I think, yes, I think about, or I think about the times where like, I didn't have to take her to get shots and I'm typing, sending emails, asking like, is it public Wi-Fi in here? So it's like all of those, it's the topics that people don't really talk about in business. Like we don't talk about the, we be looking ugly half of the day because we didn't jump in the shower, put on some pajamas and we don't look nothing like what y'all see when we get interviewed. Like, no, nah. you know, so it's, it's something for every type of boss. That's the slogan. So yeah, the chit chats, they cool. Um, I usually post them on Fridays when I do them. And yeah, they talk a little bit about everything. I think the most interesting one I did, I did a series called The Tip Off. And basically it was tips to make you successful for the year as a business owner. And it came with a free workbook and everything. People can get it right on simplycompleteonline.com. And it is a free workbook that they could take notes when they listen to the different podcast episodes. It's a three-part series. So that was my most favorite one. I did that in January. Um, so speaking of the work, um, I see you got a planner too. Yeah, girl. Yes, a planner, I do. Like, uh, an actual planner, you know, like like the joints you're supposed to go to Staples and grab and. Yes. In, you know. <laughs> so that, that's that's what it is. I see because I seen it. You know what I'm saying? It's called the planner. So is this a planner like that, or what is it? Is this a book? So what is it? The tip off. That's just a free workbook that you could just download for free and listen to the podcast with it. So the brand planner. I named it like that on purpose. Like every time people be like, it just say the brand planner. What is it? I'm like, it's the brand planner. And the planner is set up to where instead of your week starting on a Sunday, the week start on a Monday. Cause let's be real. Most business owners, our week start on Mondays. It has a section in there for you to put your budget down for the month. You can do your calendar for the month, of course. And then it has the weekly sheets as well as note pages in there. But the coolest part about the planner is it also has space in there for you to actually fill out a whole monthly calendar for like all your content that you want to post on social media, emails you need to send out, as well as it has planning sheets in it. So where you can really break everything down, like, okay, I'm going to post on this platform this day. These the hashtags I'm using. This is the type of caption I want. So you can really plan your stuff out. So that's the brand planner. I'm big on like manifesting and things like that. So the planner does come with a page at the beginning of it for you to write down those things that you want to see happen. Then I also have a notebook. Now the notebook goes along with the planner or you can get them separate. And it's called the Big Book of Ideas. And it's simply a notebook, but I've noticed from me and other entrepreneurs that I know, we all jot down ideas differently. Some of us like to just write all over the place. Some people need to doodle to get the ideas out. Some people like, okay, I need lines to write, but I also want to be able to like put an arrow here and do that. So it's a notebook that has different type of pages on it to make it more adaptive to what you want. Everybody don't want to just write on college rule paper all day. Some people don't even like to write on paper. So it's digital versions of the planner and the big book of ideas available too. 
that you can use on your laptop and stuff like that. Okay, that's what I was just going to ask. Like, is it a digital version for that? Because, you know, we in 2022. I use it, honestly. I use the digital version. Yeah, it's a lot of digital people out here. They don't really rock around with, like, notebooks and planners and stuff. Like, and then, like, the planner and stuff, you know, most people, I got to put it in my phone. But then again, you still have those people out here that, that like the physical. I've noticed more I'm nurses. I'm one of this them is people. You like the physical? I like the physical. Yeah, like, like when it both. comes time for me, when it comes time for me, like doing my monthly budgets and everything, I can write it in my phone and type it in my phone. It don't make it don't look right or make sense to me. But once I put it on actual paper and look at it on that paper, I'll be mm-hmm. straight. And then I kind of be like an old man with it. I get to fold it up, you know what I'm saying? Put it in my wallet and get to pull out that little crinkly piece of paper out my wallet every now and again, push my glasses up and be like, yeah, let me see what this say. Uh, oh, just, all right then. He got the old, old man down. Right. Put it in the wallet. You find out you can put it behind that one picture. No, I don't, I don't, no, see, see, no, I, I ain't made it to that part. I ain't made it to that part yet of keeping a, keeping the picture inside, inside my wallet. But, but. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so okay. So that's so that's uh so that's definitely so that's definitely that's definitely dope. How you use how you use you know what I'm saying your chit chat you know what I'm saying your chit chats to tie into like you know making a planner. And a um and a notebook. So I also see that uh that you have um another another segment kind of thing that you do uh called the spiel, you know, that you that you was doing that you was doing once before um on radio and you have also brought it back to ATC. We support radio for yes. the people that don't know. So go ahead and give people, you know, I'm saying a little bit of the info about the spiel and just far as like what they can expect with that. So with the spiel. It's me being in everybody's business. And we all know I'll be in some folks' business. I'll be telling people, like, did you see what such and such put in their stories? And they'll be like, we ain't been in them folks' stories. Don't worry, I have. Let me tell you what it was. So no. The spiel. <laughs> no. So the spiel. She said, so I'm the nosy that, person for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I be telling people sometimes, like, y'all, I'm too tired to mind my business and y'all today. So I'm gonna just mind y'all business today. And I worry about my business. Like, wow, that's deep. She's but, tired, <laughs> but I got time to mind your business. Yeah, not I'm mine exhausted. though. Just yours. Mm-mm. Yeah, not that. <laughs> but the spill so like, started off. Uh-huh. So the spill, like you, you, you like you like the shade room because they ain't never got time to mind their business. Exactly. They got time to mind everybody else's. And then, so the funny thing is, the spill when I used to do them as a mat, just like a show on its own. I will make me a drink or some wine and I say, we about to spill everybody business until this glass is empty. Like the whole, the spill thing. So then it was cool. I did them all on Instagram. They still up on Instagram. Most of the interviews, I think I interviewed somebody majority every show. I did some type of interview with them and we just talked and most of them was me running down, just spilling tea for, oh, I'm so lame. I don't think people say spilling tea no more, but if they do, that's what I was doing. (laughs) So I'm excited for it to be a segment. I want to say it was some months ago when I think I reached out to you. It was like, I just want to do a morning show and I just want to make this feel the segment and I'll be damn. It happened for real. So I'm yeah. excited. A, a lot of people don't know. Like when I first decided that I wanted to get into radio and the whole Love Me As Hard As I Hustle, it was up under Peter Platform. Like it was up under ATC when I first. Oh yeah, we did cool. have Love Me As Hard As I Hustle. Uh, Love yep. Me As Hard As I Hustle on that. Did it for myself Dang, for a little I bit. I remember that. I think I did y'all first logo. You did with the headphones and the heart. <laughs> like, oh, wow. yep, you did the logo. And then I ended up doing it up under All Access Live. And then stepped away when that, when, um, that platform got dissolved and just did it just separately. And then ease my way on back over to ATC and it's cool like I think people go like it um if you're that type of person where you like you just need to know the rundown on what's going on and you like man this about to make me like get my day going because at least I know what's to happen when I was asleep or whatever y'all better make sure y'all watch Uncensored the morning show well listen to it so that way you can check out the spill and all our topics and stuff now, y'all, I get to be unfiltered on there. I don't got to worry about y'all damn kids. F them kids. In the most Fuck. respectful oh, way. <laughs> we are sitting here, so you can go ahead and say. Fuck them kids, okay? So let me ask you this. So let me ask you this. Being that, you know, being that you say the spiel and everything, you know, that give you the chance 
to be in everybody's business. Um, is that kind of how you landed the, landed the role inside the sitcom uh, called The Johnsons that you got? Because I'll be watching, the, <laughs> I'll be watching the clips that you be posting. And correct me if I'm wrong. And your character name Sheila or something like that. Sheila Jones. Yeah, and it and it Sheila seems Jones. like. What? And it seems like that 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 that, <laughs> that that character like just fits your personality. Like, because when I watch the clips, it's like she's always giving a rundown on somebody on somebody business or or telling or just telling the latest <laughs> gossip or what's going on. So how did that come Sheila about? is like the Karen of black people. Pretty much. <laughs> so the way this came about, y'all, the script. So um, the whole thing is called Andre Morris the Johnsons. This script was written 11 years ago. So the guy, he ended up reaching out to me, the director, he's good friends with my stepmom. So he reached out to me and he was like, hey, you ever acted before? And honestly, I thought he was on like some pervert shit. I'm like, this nigga, one of them niggas with a camera. That's what I was Mm. thinking. So I was scary a little bit. And I was like, like, well, no, yeah, I was scared, y'all. And I'm like, I don't really know nobody here. I don't go nowhere. And he was like, you should give it a try. It'll help you get out your shit, your shell. Like, we all know I talk shit all day long, but I didn't know nobody here. So I was scared. I did not really go nowhere and do nothing for like the first three years I was here. I didn't get out and move around or nothing, but the pandemic did something to me. Like, it motivated me more. And um, he told me he had this role. All I had to do is do gossiping. That's all I had to do. And he did say, he was like, you know, I watch your The Spill episodes. I know you'll be perfect for it kind of thing. So I will always joke, too, about how I can't keep a man. <laughs> and um, that's part of the character role. Like, she always in everybody's business. She a single mother. And she's so worried about everybody else's business. She can't even keep her own love life straight. But there is a turn at the end where Sheila goes from just gossiping to I'm pretty sure I'm glad I got a back a good a strong backbone to where stuff don't hurt my feelings bad because I'm sure I'm gonna begin some nasty inboxes and posts and everything because she turns into like that villain character that people just love to hate and talk shit about afterwards so yeah uh, so about to get the experience the, the, the Tariq action pretty much yeah so I can't stand that boy yeah it's gonna be different it's like I already know what's gonna happen but I always wonder, like, we all say, oh, we know we can handle this, but it makes me wonder, like, okay, I wonder how cruel is people gonna be? Because Sheila do some fucked so, up shit in this sitcom. And I ain't even gonna hold it. So do you shit. think when the show come out, you know, saying people are not gonna call you by your name, they just gonna know you as Sheila? Kind of like how we do Mike Epps, you know, nobody call yeah. him Mike Epps, they call him Dan. <laughs> and, you know, it's already Michael, happening Michael, now. Michael Rainey, he's not Michael Rainey, he's Tariq. He's Tariq. So. It, it happens now, like, people be coming up to me like, Hey, Sheila, or you in that sitcom where I get the, oh, you the Peoria life chick. Like, it's always something. But the scariest thing to me is complete strangers trying to walk up to me speaking to my baby. So I had to kind of like, I still post her. But if people notice, like, I post royalty a little bit, but not as much as I used to, only because it was starting to get scary. Like, I don't fucking know you and you coming up to me saying hi to my baby. Like, so that's the only thing. Like, yeah. That's why you speak to that baby not them first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. I started doing a lot of Instacarting and DoorDash and when that started to happen because that was scary. Like, like how yeah. the fuck you know my kid? But then I thought about start up. They went up for they went put a 40 cent. I I I'm, I'm yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be feeling that either. I mean, like I guess I guess the, I guess there's pros and cons to that. I guess a lot like the the cons is pretty much, you know, them walking up to your daughter constantly speaking to her, but the pros at least, you know what I'm saying, they noticing mm-hmm. you. So so it's like yeah. obviously they watching, they they noticing you and and paying attention to what you got going on. So instead of them walking up, you know, trying to speak to the baby, hopefully, you know, people start walking up trying to, you know, get some Get 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 some uh get some fire and ice get some fire and ice Man. drinks or or some seasoning or something like you know figure out figure out a different approach to it so now that's the funniest one people really be coming up to me y'all I could be at the high schools and like they do this thing here shout out to the urban league um they do power lunches at the high schools them kids be coming up to me like I told my mama you was up here she said you selling drinks this weekend or I can go into the beauty supply store anywhere. You selling drinks? I'm like, y'all. Not you selling <laughs> drinks at the high school. 
Like, hey, I'm like, come on now. Y'all can't be having y'all kids ask me when I'm out here trying to volunteer and be an upstanding citizen if I'm selling drinks this weekend. Like, See, but it's cool. I, I done got used to it now. I'll get called the drink lady. I'm like, okay. You went from not the candy lady to the drink lady. The drink man, lady. <laughs> man, man, man. So look, if any, before we wrap any, everything up, like if people wanted to, you know, reach out to you, you know, get services from Simply Complete, you know, wanted to buy the seasoning, uh, taste, or, you know, get a fire, fire, fire and ice, royalty, fun ice, you know, how can they, how can they reach out to you to, to inquire about those things or, you know, to even get a planner and a notebook, how they can listen to the chit chat with NAR, like, like break all oh, that absolutely. down and let them know. So for Simply Complete, for any type of consultations or anything, you, I respond to inboxes here and there, but I'd be so busy that the easiest way is to just go to simplycompleteonline.com and just book the consultation. Consultations are always free. Book that consultation. If it's a slot on there, I'm going to do it. And don't think you have to be in Peoria or in the area to have a consultation with me. I do have an office that people could come to and do their consultations and stuff with me in like locally. But every time you book a consultation on the site, it automatically set up a Zoom link for you. So you could be um, anywhere we can get your stuff. And Peoria, do you want to give them the address to y'all? Yes. So Simply Complete Enterprises is located at 1609 West Detweiler Drive. And I am in suite 205. That is for everybody that's from Peoria. Yes, I am on the other side of War Memorial. And I would be the first one to tell you. The grass is not greener on this side. It's all Peoria at the end of the day, but it is out in the 61615 area. So I'm I'm usually always there. Um, you could literally search Simply Complete Enterprises on Google and the pop-up link, you know, the hours. You could book your consultation through Google as well. So if you're one of those people that like the message on Google when you search for somebody, we respond back on there as well. So you can always do that for Simply Complete. For the, print, the planner and the notebook, they are available on Amazon. Amazon has the physical copies of it. The digital copies are on simplycompleteonline.com. And you never know. If you are at any vendor events that I'm at, I always have them on hand. So you don't even got to wait. You just got to come to them vendor events and support me and other entrepreneurs. And you can get yours right then and there. The planners also come with a 50% off coupon in it. So you buy a planner and you're like, man. I need to get this did or I want to start a business, you automatically about to get 50% off your next service. And yes, I will know if you took a picture of somebody else planner because I got y'all emails and stuff when y'all buy these planners. So you can't be out here trying to make copies of the front of the page thinking you gonna get a discount. Um, For the seasoning, so with taste, it's, it's a link that I give out for people. But the official website for all taste products and the fun ice and everything that got to do with food you put in your mouth and beverages, the website is going to launch in May. Just still trying to configure out how I really want it to look and things like that. But the site will be launching in May because a lot of people do not know that Royalty's Fun Ice and Fire and Ice, we do parties. So you can literally book like, us to come out and bring the machine and do the drinks and everything so i just want to make it easier and give people a place to go to so that's how to be out end of may um i'm trying to think did i forget anything that's a, i think that was it that y'all asked me of course for the sitcom you can go to amthejohnsons.net to be able to purchase those episodes it is a radio drama so you can listen to it at work put your little airpods in listen to it in a car pull it up on your tv y'all go like it is it's crazy it's something else um one thing i can say um if you are like a true true church goer like mm -mm, you don't miss church the bible says this and says that you probably don't want to watch the sitcom because it does <laughs> point that stuff out like it points out less the bullshit that goes on in those four walls that people call the church like nothing against church but i'm sorry it's still a building at the end of the day but i do believe in god okay so <laughs> it, right. it it shows all that stuff <laughs> right yeah like it show it it's some stuff in there like we all know people always cracking jokes about the deacon so 
a little light gets shed on the behind the scenes stuff that be going on with them deacons and everything. So I can say, I think that is going to upset a lot of folks. <laughs> yeah. Them freaky deacons is what I call them. Oh, <laughs> them freaky deacons. On that note, I think it's time. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, we going to let the freaky deacons and the usher board go ahead and um, sing us on <laughs> nobody. Choir, cue the choir. <laughs> oh, this note. So look, man, Shannara, we appreciate you taking the time to, you know, come through, do this interview. Y'all heard everything that she said. We're to tap in that. Make sure that y'all check out, you know, Taste, Fire, Fire and Ice, Royalty Fun Nights. Make sure y'all tap in with Simply Complete. Uh, check out the chit chat with Nara. Check her out on Peoria Life. Uh, you know, make sure that y'all tune in to uncensored the morning show y'all will catch her on there every morning with myself and bria 9 a.m to 11 a.m eastern standard time monday through friday man so y'all already know who i am man it's your boy peter larry loud y'all right here on atc we support radio radio for the artists radio for the people and we out